Here, come say hi. Hello. Stevie, you want to come say hi? Yeah. Hello. So, um, what's up? What's Bracken? How are you living? You know, living. I feel like I say that every single time. Yeah. <laughs> living, you know, that's it. That's trying to. <laughs> that's the best we got. <laughs> trying to survive and thrive. No, we're not thriving. I've we're been, just surviving. I've been saying for the past two weeks that I'm ready to ask how I'm doing. I'm like, I'm surviving, not thriving. Literally. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, it's been a rough one. How about what's been what's been going on with you? Yeah, like this past week was pretty, <coughs> pretty, uh, pretty shitty. Um, I think I'm just like not getting enough sleep, and like everything is just making me basically I'm blowing things more out of proportion than I already <laughs> do. <laughs> but like one of like my coworker ended up quitting, and I feel like it's my fault, and now I feel like. Like, I legitimately feel bad because I feel like work is now going to be very stressful and it's, I feel like it's my fault, but in reality, like, obviously it's not, there was nothing I could do or could have done. Yeah. But yeah, so kind of, uh, and then Tuesday sucked. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good time. It was not a good time. It was in fact, not a good time. (laughs) <coughs> How was your week? Awful. <laughs> what happened? Well, you know, Tuesday happened. Didn't get my hand surgery because I don't know what the fuck happened. That's so annoying. It was so an- I'm so mad. I'm still so mad. I don't even want to talk about it, but so um and then I my brain's not working about like the rest of it. Oh, I had um, I had like a lot of like stuff to do around the house. So like, I've just been kind of like, because of the way I've been feeling, I've been neglecting like everything. Yeah. So I've done like 50,000 loads of laundry. I got, I did all of the kids clothes. They're all clo- like, they're all washed. Every single piece of clothing is washed and it's folded, but I have to like, I don't want to put it away until I go through everything first. Yeah. So I did all that. I'm mulching the house and like we're like I had to mulch all around the house. I've just been like trying to catch up on things that like I didn't do and now I'm like fuck I need to do those. Yeah, I'm like overwhelmed. Yeah. So that's yeah. pretty much just that. That makes sense. Just overwhelmed. That's just that's it. And it's fucking May. It's May, my guy. Like I feel like I just blinked and it was May. Like literally <laughs> I still can't believe that this year is almost halfway over. Rowan's going to be two on Saturday. Blows my mind. Well, Sunday on Mother's Day. I'll be two. His party's on Saturday. <coughs> well, speaking of uh, two-year-olds, I guess we can quickly yep. dive into this topic. Um, we're going to talk about childhood. Yep. Um, but I do want to say right off the bat... Um, there's a lot of things. Yeah, this is just going to be a kind of a quick over. I mean, like a, like we obviously can't sit and talk about every fucking aspect of our childhood, both of us. And also, I don't really like to share 
a lot of the things that happened in my childhood because then people look at me and they they pity me and it's like I don't want your pity like it happened I'm trying to figure it out trying to deal with it and yeah yeah, so but yeah so I'm not gonna go into full detail of like every single thing that happened to me no 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 no, just kind of neither am I I figure we'll just do kind of a general overview. Yeah, get like the gist of childhood trauma. Also on how it can shape you as a as a human being. Yeah. And also how your childhood and my childhood so different. So, so, so different. Yet yeah. we are both so 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 fucked so, up. So, fucked up. <laughs> so it doesn't matter if you are um middle, middle class or not. Or you could be a millionaire. Your family could be rich as shit, and you'd still yep. You could still be fucked up. Truth. So yeah, um, you get to go first this time. Oh, okay. Well, and away we go. <laughs> I don't know where to start. So on uh, July seventeenth, July seventeenth, Yep, I was I was birthed into this world. Uh, the day before my mother's twenty eighth birthday. um well yeah okay so so i obviously have a mom and a dad um (laughs) i are still here (laughs) i have an elder brother from my mom's first marriage um and i have two younger sisters so there's four of us total those are my siblings (laughs) um um so i'm the eldest of three girls of my two parents um I don't even know where to like I don't even like know how to like start this um so my childhood wasn't I mean it didn't I don't think it started bad my parents when me and my sisters were born my parent my dad had ran a business we were like we weren't rich but we were well off um and then my dad lost it all um and then obviously because they both had addictions um so my parents were addicts and then um now that like i'm older like i don't i don't think my parents were like awful parents now that like i look back on it like i don't think they were like the worst fucking thing ever like now that i'm older and i understand like the mental illness part of it i don't think my parents were awful but i'm not gonna say that my childhood was great because it wasn't um we just kind of we struggled bad we struggled pretty bad because my parents you know had to fuel their habits and they fought so much my mom my mom relied heavily on drinking and my dad relied more on like the drug portion and when they mixed just because they couldn't like figure out their own problems all they did was fight like physically fight um and like me being the elder sister like i took it upon myself to like basically take care of my sisters at all times so i kind of like shielded them and made sure they were fed or like you know my mom when my mom wasn't like my mom was at home a lot she worked a lot and my dad worked a lot during the day but my mom worked at nights a lot so we never really saw my mom too much um and then my dad usually by the time he got home it was dinner time and he just kind of was like pissed poor didn't want to deal with anybody and then like <clears throat> they sent us to, uh, sent us to my grandmother's like every other weekend and then my brother's eight years older eight and a, he's almost nine years older than me so he was around for like when i was little but the second he could get out he got out um he didn't want to have to deal with it but like i'm not gonna go like too crazy into it but like i do there's like certain instances that i like really heavily like remember from like being a kid of like my parents like just all out fucking war or like 
seeing things I shouldn't have seen or like going to school and having to like wear the same clothes, you know, or like reeking of smoke or like, you know, my uncle, my mom's brother was also an addict and my mom hung out with him a lot and we used to go down there a lot. So like there was a lot of stuff that we just shouldn't have been around. And I think that I took it too like heavily because I wanted to protect my sister. So like I kind of grew up, so to speak, at an early age. And then by the time I was old enough to work at 15, I got a job. I got my license right away. I worked full time and paid my parents rent. I didn't get a cell phone until I was working because my parents didn't want to give me a cell phone, you know, like, um, and by that point, like, I feel like I had kind of resented my parents. Like I kind of was at that point, I'm the rebellious child. You know what I'm saying? Once I hit my teenage years and, um, my mom and I used to fight bad, like bad, bad. Um, she, like every other week she was throwing me out for some reason. And my dad always made me come back. He always went and found me and made me come back. Um, until like I think I was like 17 and I dated this awful boy and my parents finally were like we're both of us want want you out so I went and moved on with him bad bad fucking idea (laughs) I ended up back with my parents but um they weren't like they weren't awful but they weren't great um and then I of course once I got to high school then I started hanging out with the wrong crowd and got into doing drugs um, and instead of like, my mom found them my senior year and instead of like getting me help or she kind of just grounded me and took everything from me. Probably. I feel like that's because she didn't really know. Like, how do you, yeah, especially if she's an addict herself, like, yeah. And that was that, I think that's the hard thing. I think that's the biggest thing about like now looking at it, like knowing how, like being diagnosed and like looking at it from a different set of eyes, so to speak, like. My parents definitely struggle with, like, especially my mom. My mom has some really, really deep-rooted mental illnesses and, like, trauma that she did not deal with. I didn't see that growing up. Growing up, like, all I thought was, like, they just don't love me. But, like, they also, my parents didn't take any of that. Like, they didn't think any of it was real. They didn't treat it like, they didn't treat it like mental illness, you know? So, even growing up. Not really that, but I feel like your parents held you at a very high expectation because you were the older Yeah, they they definitely did. And And my dad still does. I mean, he looked at me a couple months ago and was like, after my attempt, and looked at me and was like, you're not, this isn't how it's supposed to be like this. You're supposed to be the strong one. Like, that's not fair. Like, but that's, that's what pisses me off, though, because when he came in, he was just like. A bat out of hell? No, he literally told me, he was like, I don't fucking care. Like, I'll call the fucking cops on you. And I was like, what do you think we're going to do, Ed? And, yeah, he was, he he was just, yeah. I'm probably going to cut that out. It's fine. But I, I truly think that your parents looked at you more as like a. A crutch. Yeah, so a crutch because they knew that at the end of the day they could yeah. count on you to be there for your two siblings. And. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, we've talked about this multiple times. You and I both aren't the favorite. No, absolutely not. A thousand times. To- well, now I now I am, I think. But I'm not, not my dad's. There's no way in fucking hell I'm my dad's favorite. I've never been my dad's favorite. But yeah, I definitely think that... Uh, <coughs> um, no, my dad still won't. He still won't like it. Like, look at it. Like, look at the bigger picture. Like, he still is like... 
when my mom's struggling or if I'm struggling, he'll like, like last week, for example, my mom had a really bad spurt and he called her a lazy bitch. And I'm like, she's fucking sad, bro. Like, you don't like, why don't you acknowledge these things? But, um, so my dad and I still don't really get along that well. But my mom and I get along better. Yeah, um, I mean, over the years, like, being friends with you, because it's been almost 10 years. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's been a little over nine. Yep. Yeah, I've definitely we've been, like, seen some ups and downs with your parents. And, yeah. And, like, I've loved your parents. I've hated your parents. Um, At the end of the day, like, I love your mom. I do. I think that she's come a really long way. As for... <laughs> In nine your, years. Your dad's never. He's nope. Gonna, yeah. Nope. Not. Yep. I've. My mom and I've had this conversation way too many times. Yeah. But no, I 100% agree. I think. I mean, at least one of them. I think my mom is trying. And I. Like. I can say <laughs> a lot about my parents. But I will say for like my mom is that like. I don't think they were. They may not have been the best parents, but, like, my mom is a damn good grandma. Yeah. Like, I will say that. Like, and my dad's a good grandpa when he wants to be, when he's not being an asshole to me. But, I mean, they love my kids, and my kids love them. And But, like, my mom is, like, Gigi is their fucking... And I'll be all... All hail Gigi, you know? like I think it's, like, well, one, the fact that, you know, at least one of them decided to finally, like acknowledge like i'm not okay i need to do something i need to go get help um it's better than neither one of them doing something um and then when it comes to your your kids and them being a grandparent i definitely think that you know this is it's like they're a chance to redeem themselves like yeah i don't think like i feel like as we get older and things in our lives with our like mental illnesses when like you're like super low or you know your your attempt like i feel like that is a lot <coughs> for your mom so sometimes it's really hard for her to like yeah it's like she wants to be supportive but also like she doesn't know what to do and then of course you have yeah when your sisters come yeah. in it's just my, when it, yeah if it has to do with me and my sisters my mom absolutely does not know how to stand her own yeah um but i think my attempt in August or in October was a huge turning point in my mom's and I's relationship because now I can finally look at her and tell her, no, I need a boundary. And instead of flipping, she's like, tell me, that's fine. Tell me what you need. Yeah. Where she, we've never been like that. My mom and I, I've always, it's always been a fucking fight. Like we couldn't communicate. And it's, I mean, it is like we said the other day, it's a spiral thing. Um, we're like it's there's no like you hold it all in and then we blow up um or like we take it as an attack um so then we like jump in defense mode so um i think that was the best thing about me going away is that like i'm number one i'm i i will say i think i've come a long way when that and like how that goes yeah definitely um but this like attempt got definitely got me to sit down and be like no, I'm not taking any more shit. Like, I'm not comfortable with this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not going to happen. Like, the birthday party's coming up. I didn't invite family members. Yeah. And um, because I'm I'm not comfortable doing so. 
and my mom didn't say my parents did not say a word to me they were absolutely were like whatever you need yeah well good um so i mean that's it's come a really really long way from like where we were 10 years ago nine years ago when you and i became friends and i got i was pregnant with talon yeah um i definitely think I thought about this, but you were talking, so I didn't interrupt you. I think that your parents or your mom being such a good grandmother is kind of like she probably needs that because she feels like she didn't do right with you guys. Yeah. So it's like for like this is for her. Like she's redeeming herself for herself. Yeah. My mom has like a lot of deep rooted trauma that she like will not like she still has not sat and faced the shit she went through with my grandparents like growing up. Like, she went through so much, and she still won't face it. I mean, here she is, 50-something years old, you know? Um, But she's starting to talk about those things. Like, at least they're with me. Like, it makes me feel good to know that, like, I'm a safe place for her. Um, But also she knows that I'm going to be, like, I'm finally getting to the point where I'm going to be honest with her. And I think she needs that, too. So, I don't know. Um... And my mom's super fucking supportive. Like, when I was trying to decide what I was going to do with my career path, when I told her I was going back to school, like, she was just like, like, she's been doing whatever you need. You tell me, you know, like, when everything had happened and um, after I came home and I looked at them and was like, you know, basically when it was like right after I came home, we had something go on and, and, um, I was going to be somewhere with you or something. And I was like, absolutely not. She's the biggest person in my life. Like take it or leave it. I'm not, gonna, I'm not pushing anything. So, um, and with Ron, I mean, same thing with Ron, like this is my husband and you're going to respect him and, or, or you're, or you can fuck right off. <laughs> but they're, they're, my dad needs some work. My dad needs some work. I honestly don't think he's ever going to, he's not going to change. No, no. He will never change. But I think that you you acknowledging that and realizing that is a huge step because. Yeah, no, my dad. I know my dad loves me. You know, I know he loves my sisters. I know he loves my kids. I know that he loves my family. But (laughs) he's a special man. Special Ed. Yeah, that's what my grandma calls him. He my dad's just always my dad is never going to not put himself first. My dad is never going to not be about himself. My dad is never going to not think that his opinion is the only one that matters or what he wants is the only thing that matters. He's just, that's not going to change. And that's, that's fine. Um, and like I said, last episode, I think if my parents would have split up, my childhood probably would not have been as hard as it was. Um, but unfortunately they say they're still together and still fucking barely getting through it. But, that's as far as my parents go. So my sisters are a whole other can of worms, and so is my brother. Um, <laughs> right now, I think my brother and I are having a we have a really strong relationship right now, which is surprising. Um, he's been like texting me about all talent stuff, um, about like the party and making sure he wants to come to all the he's trying to come to all the ball games and like. He's actually trying to make yeah. him to be in. Yeah, which is really. But I also think that that 
your mom plays your mom and dad play a huge role my, in pa- that. my parents are the huge the biggest part yeah because my brother can't he had a heart and it took this past christmas my mom sitting and saying to him i know that you have a problem with me but you can't associate your sisters with that because you're hurting their relationship too yeah um so finally he was like you know what you're right and now him and i are starting to have a relationship because he resents my parents for everything and he can't like he hasn't been he hasn't been able to process that yet and that's fine, but that's always affected our relationships because when he thinks mom and dad or mom and Ed, he immediately groups me and the girls in that. Uh-huh. So now he's now he's stepping aside and he's not doing that anymore. So Tommy and I's relationships really well right now. Um, Shad and I have a good relationship. I'm trying. I'm at the point in her where I'm giving her some tough love right now. Um, she just got a new job. So, and I don't, she might be getting an apartment. I don't know. I don't really know. I'm giving her some tough love right now. What does your relationship with your siblings have to do with your childhood trauma? Because you haven't talked about how they affected your childhood. I'm getting there. Okay. (laughs) I have to explain where we're at right now. Okay. And then Jordan and I don't really have a relationship. Uh, If we, if we do, it's just like casual. Hey, hi there. But that's, we don't really have a relationship anymore um when we were growing up it was very different from that um tommy wasn't really around much but when he was when i was growing up um he like i looked up to him i wanted to do everything with him you know but i think it was just because it was like it gave me a chance to like be the little kid um yeah because you're always being the parent yeah but he like I don't know it's hard to like look back and think about all that because like it hurts me to know that when he got out he could and he just left us behind yeah um i mean like when gianna was when he got pregnant with gianna i was working at subway when Brittany got pregnant and um like i'm still i'm just now my niece is almost 13 and i'm just starting to build a relationship with her because i don't <laughs> you know i don't know her stella doesn't even fucking know me yeah um but you definitely missed a lot i did yeah but it's it sucks because it's like it's not like my fault it's not yeah 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 but of course like when you're a kid teenager teen at, at this point i was a teenager when yeah. i was i was 15 i think yeah i was 15 when he got pregnant when they got pregnant with gianna so automatically i'm thinking to myself what did i do wrong that my brother doesn't love me you know, so that like that affected me um, because he was he meant so much to me as a kid. And then it's like you just like, what did I do that was so bad when I was from us nine years apart? So, yeah. I mean, I think I was 10 when he left. Like, what did I do? What did me as a 10 year old and less lesser, you know, th- what, what did I do? But th- now that I'm older, I see that. But um, but that definitely hurt me. And the girls, as far as the girls go, is the three of us didn't do anything without each other. Uh, we were like three peas in a pod literally um as we got older shannon kind of like did her own thing um i mean i've like always had a relationship with shannon but like we weren't like not like with jordan and i were yeah you and jordan were like inseparable jordan was my best friend um up until this past year (laughs) other than you (laughs) but (laughs) um so I don't know, like it's really hard kind of growing up and I, and I struggled when I was a teenager and I had that addiction. It was really, really hard because like it affected the girls so bad. Yeah. 
And like I didn't see it at the time, but like now that I look back on it, I mean there was time there was like one time where like I literally hit Jordan for like taking the pills and flushing them down the toilet. Like there's like there's certain situations that I put them in that I shouldn't have because I was struggling. Like but but at this point in time, you but, need to leave that in the past. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Like, and I've, we've, me and the girls have acknowledged that, you know, and they know that, like, I'm not, that I was, I was young and I was forced to, like, I was forced to be, like, like, I, you know, my dad said, I was forced to be the strong one. I was forced to, one, to be the one to stand on my own two feet and, like, I had to take care of everything on my own. I bought my own prom dress, you know, like. I handled everything myself because I don't know. I guess they wanted me to like, I don't know what they wanted. I don't know if they wanted me to be ready for the world and then the girls to lead from example. Like, I'm not sure what it was, but because I was the eldest, I, that's what I had to do. I don't know. That's about what I got, I guess. I don't really I don't really have much else <laughs> that I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. I don't know anything else you can think of that I missed. No, I think it's just, I mean, oh, I mean, I know that like a lot of things, like you still have a lot of not resentment towards your sisters, but like, it was very clear growing up. Oh yeah, I was not definitely. Jordan was always daddy's favorite, and Shannon was always mommy's. So and I yeah, no, I yeah, I still hold on to that sometimes. Yeah, especially with Shannon. Hey, Shannon, I know you're listening to this, but <laughs> like, yeah, no, especially with Shannon, I do. Um, because my mom just like lets her get away with murder, and it makes me yeah. so mad sometimes. But it's not, you know. I don't know. We're all so different, you know, and we all have to be handled differently. So I really just need to let go of that. <laughs> it's just, you will in time. Yeah, I, mean, I just like wish I was the favorite. <laughs> like, I don't know. Anyway, your turn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not for a very differing childhood. So, um, October 5th, 1993. Yep. <laughs> the day that I blessed this earth but i did not ask holy to. fuck that cat scared me oh so um i'm a child of divorce yeah. which is a <sighs> i honestly don't know do i wish my parents would have stayed together no um yeah but the divorce was so ugly yeah the divorce was so all well, the relationship was ugly too um I don't want to get, like, too into it just because, I mean, a lot of my trauma comes from my dad, my father. Um, I, like I said, I was a child of divorce. Um, I had, my father was abusive. He, he would hit me and whatnot. Um, but I think the worst thing that he did was he made fun of me, like, my entire life. It was, um, like, emotional. Yeah, he... So I used to wet the bed until I was nine. Um, I just have a really small bladder, as a lot of people know. <laughs> she has a toddler bladder. And I'm a very heavy sleeper. So it took me a long time to like know when to wake up. And like I tried so many different things. But it ended up I had to wear like 
good nights to bed and then like yeah. take them off in the morning. But my um my father wouldn't let me wear them. And let me just go back a little bit. A lot of the things this is where I struggle now in like everything with my parents. Um my mom has her story, my father has his story. I don't know who to believe. Yeah. I don't remember a lot of things and when I'm like told about them, like of course I feel like everybody has their agenda because yeah. my father and my mother can't stand each other. Yeah, there's his story, her story and the truth. Exactly. So anyways, um he wouldn't let me wear my my good nights, so of course I would wet the bed. And so he would basically call me a baby and like make me sit in a high chair. And, like, cut my food up really small. Um, there were times when, like, I would wet the bed and I would, like, pee the underwear that I brought with us. And, like, he would, if I, like, wet them, he would make me go, like, without underwear. Um, and now, granted, I was, like, five or six. Um, now, is this all stuff that you remember? Or I remember, yeah. So, I remember... I remember one time we went hiking and cause I was wearing like sweatpants and I remember I didn't have underwear on. Um, I also remember that at that hiking trip, I was not allowed to have water. All of the other kids had water. Um, so my father and my mother divorced and he remarried and I have a stepsister and a stepbrother that no relationship with at all. Um, so whenever, whenever I would go to, like visitation with my father i would see my stepbrother my stepsister and then becca was there and then tim and adria so but what sucked is i don't know what it was because i asked my mom i said like she said the only time that so my father was also abusive to my mother um physically emotionally he was very controlling um she told me the only time he was not abusive was when he was she was pregnant with my sister and I said, okay, well, was he abusive when you were pregnant with me? And she said, yes. Like, he was very controlling. He wouldn't let me do anything. Like, he would pick me up and carry me up and down the steps. I wasn't allowed, because she was on bed rest. She was like, I was allowed to come down the steps once a day. If I wanted to come down another time, I'd get screamed at. So, I don't know what it was with me, but, like, from the beginning, I guess I was just not something or someone that he, he appreciated. You were just weren't his cup of tea. Yeah, literally. Um, so yeah, it's weird because he never like he didn't like he abused me, but he never did with my sister. Yeah. Like and I mean there's times where like I mean there's some really fucking shitty things that like I can remember but I don't want to talk about them one here. Yeah. Yeah. Because one I don't want to trigger anybody into I don't like talking about it, but like he would do things like one time, like he locked me in the basement with the lights off, just locked me in the basement. Everybody else was eating dinner. And then another thing that I remember, which isn't too extreme was I was learning how to tie my shoe and they had this like piece of wood that you would like stick your foot on and like laces that you would like Mm -hmm. tie over your foot. And I couldn't get it. And my father told me that I could not leave the room until I learned how to tie my shoe. So I guess I, I guess I somehow figured out how to tie my shoe because I'm out of that room. <laughs> but 
I also, yeah, I make a lot of fucking, like, jokes about it just because I still haven't, like, gotten yeah. over it. Um, and a lot of it's really fresh because, like, my mom and I had a conversation on Friday. Which is why we decided we were going to do this topic today. Yeah. Um, but, but don't get me wrong. Like, I don't know. My father as has done shitty things. I... <laughs> And then what age did he leave? I I honestly don't know. I I don't know if he actually said, you know, yeah, if he gave up, if he gave us up or if he didn't because one person says one thing and the, and other, the other person says the, the other. other. Um, I don't think I will ever know exactly what happened at certain things. My mom told me to, like, talk to people that were there. And I was like, I can't do that because they're they, biased. Yeah. And the one person I would talk to about this would be my grandmother, but she's not here. So, um, yeah. So, abusive father. Um, but I, like, I love my dad. I wanted to be, I wanted him to be in my, I wanted to make him proud my entire life. Um, we've, like, had a relationship, and then we didn't, and then we did, and then we didn't, um, I mean, right now, I would say we have somewhat of a relationship. Like, he came to the wedding. Um, yeah, he's been around for a little bit. He did really well at the wedding, too. Yeah, it's it's still... It's a lot, because, like I said, 27 was a big year for me. Like, that was when, basically, you know, Becca and I sat down and we were like, hey, you know, like... Yeah, because Becca basically hasn't had a relationship at all. Like, no. she didn't want no. one whatsoever. No, because Becca and my mom are, like, they're like, oh, yeah. fuck him, fuck that. And I was always like, no, like, we need to be in his life, blah, blah, blah. But it's definitely a sticky situation because I don't know what he did and what he didn't do. And what actually happened. Yeah, and basically the reason... Like so, Beck and I decided that we wanted to get together with him, the two of us, and ask him questions because, as we get older, we realize these horrible toxic traits that my mother has. Yeah, and we were like, "So, are you really, really this shitty, or like, is she lying, or did she just like bring out your worst, and that's why?" Like, I'm not saying it's okay, but like, yeah, we just want to know the truth. Yeah, yeah. So that's how like that kind of happened, which. I don't I really don't know what's gonna happen with that. I still don't know. Like I I don't think I ever will know like yeah, what happened. I don't think so either. And it sucks because I don't know if I like I don't like I don't know. But then also like when it comes to Becca So like I made a comment about how like her and my mom were like this, like so my sister is a spitting image of my mother. That's literally could not you know literally spitting image of each other um and i look a lot like my father um so my sister was my mom's pride and joy um i mean you can she can say not that she wasn't but it was very clear to anybody and everybody who was around yeah um, at any point in my life but um still is so I mean, it was really, that was really hard because it's like, do you, do you not like me because I look like my father? Like, yeah. Is, is my face like triggering for you? Like, is it hard to look at me because I look like him? And 
every time like so many times i would do something and she'd be like you look just like your father like in like a dis like a disgusted tone and it's like i'm sorry that i smiled like i can't control the way i look dude so um but becca was always my parents favorite um and then also with becca this is what fucking sucks about like my sister will always be upset because she feels like she didn't protect me from my father and she like she'll cry anytime she thinks about it Mm -hmm. and when i look back at it like there like i would always be like the butt of the jokes like when we were riding the car like they would bounce a soccer ball off my head like and becca and my stepsister would like hang out together and like just like ignore me and it's like and becca's like i didn't protect you and it's like you like i feel like you did those things to protect yourself like yeah there was no there was no way that you could have there was no protecting me no because you needed to protect yourself and it's just it's a really fucking shitty situation um and then you have your mom well before i even have that i have my stepdad oh yeah okay who um just retired from being a police officer for 49 years congrats um so i was actually like i said my mother and i were having a conversation about this the other day um i was a very shitty kid um and a lot of it my parents thought was just you know me being a fucking asshole but (laughs) it wasn't so much that like i was a shitty kid it was the fact that like my temper um i mean i didn't really know how to cope like i don't know um but uh, yeah i was a shitty kid i mean i can't help it like (laughs) but like my stepdad was is a very cold yeah person um the only conversations so he's literally like a typical cop like very standoffish like doesn't really show emotion when beck and i were younger i could count on one hand how many times he told us he loved us um and of course anytime he has a conversation it's always like a a cop story like it's never like an actual conversation about things he doesn't talk much no he doesn't and when he does it's about police stuff yeah so yeah so i have a stepdad and he has a daughter who is now 40 so i don't know how old she was when he started dating my mom but um long story short my sister and i have always known and felt and it's been pretty clear that becca and i are always second best to his blood yeah like anytime it's always if he had to choose he would choose my stepsister and her kid over becca and her kids so there's that so i had a shitty abusive father 
um, and a stepdad who was basically made of stone. Basically, yeah. Um, I mean, I said last week how he called my sister lazy. Oh yeah, when she was when yeah, she yeah. was at a low, like. And I still, to this day, don't think he understands because, I mean, my mom has depression and there's days where, like, she doesn't get out of bed and it's like, he just, I don't think he understands. And maybe you, uh, you should, (laughs) but let's see here. I have a list and it's like what I want to talk about and what I don't want to talk about. Um, so... I'll talk about basically um I'll go back a little bit about how my sister was the favorite um in that instant or in that I don't know basically my sister and my mom like had each other and I had my grandmother like I always said that my grandmother like was my mom because at the end of the day she'd straight up tell me how it is and she'd also console me and make me feel better um i mean when my grandmother died i looked at my mom and i said i wish it would have been you um yeah that's a little harsh but you don't know jackie uh so now we'll touch base on jackie yay so (laughs) i have a mother very high maintenance very all about looks loves to spend money loves attention um loves to play the victim um never acknowledges anything they do wrong um can i tell the people about this thing she said to me oh yes yes so just for for a little opener to understand jackie just so you can understand just okay I was, um, Ron and I were together for what, a year, maybe a year at this point. And his, one of his friends had died from an overdose. Yes. Um, we were all, you, me, Jordan, were at my mom, your, your house with your mom. I left you guys there. I just found out Ron's friend had died. Somebody who was like a really, really good friend of his. And I went to go pick him up from work and basically break the news to my husband, my fiance at the time. We had just gotten engaged. We were together like a year that one of his best friends had died. So I come back to the house. Ron was still like actively crying, which is not Ron. He does not cry in front of other human beings. He rarely cries in front of me. Um, And you and your mom were fighting (laughs) over something fucking dumb. (coughs) She looked me and my husband, who I don't know. She met Ron maybe what? Two times, maybe not that many. Yeah, she she just like. Ron couldn't have picked her out in a crowd. That's how often, like, how often he met her. They were fighting about something. She looked me and Ron dead in our faces and told us that if we ever had a child and it ended up like Shannon, that she hopes that it died at birth. Right after my husband's friend had just died. And she knew it. I, like, she was sitting there when I got the notification that he had died, that his friend had died, and I had to go pick up Ron. She was sitting there. Yeah, she she's, knew. Uh, she's a really nice So lady. that's... That's that is a that's my opener for Jackie. So like I keep saying 27 was a big year for me. I always knew that I was fucked up from my father. Um I will always be 
the little girl inside of me will always want her daddy to love her. And I don't know if that will ever, I don't know if I'll ever have the relationship with him that I feel like I deserve. But anyways, um, so I was working with someone that I looked up to highly Mm-hmm. And um, she made a joke about having mommy issues, and I would like I laughed at the joke because it was funny. And then she turns around and looks at me, and she goes, "I don't know why you're laughing. You have them too." And I was like, "No, I don't. Like I have daddy issues. Like that's why I I hop from one guy to another. Like daddy issues. What's up? Like I'm surprised I didn't end up being a hooker or a prostitute or a stripper. Like shit. But um." about mommy issues i mean i made a joke about you having mommy issues i was like what do you mean like i don't have mommy issues and then she sent me a couple tiktoks about people like laughing like making jokes out of their mommy issues and i was like oh my god this is literally me so i made a joke about you having mommy issues at our at your bachelorette party last year i can't remember what it was but it was a fucking good one you remember (laughs) so um just real quick because i don't want to like keep this too long just To the people that listen that know Jackie, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, I get it. She's my mom. You're supposed to love them unconditionally, whatever. And I mean, yeah, like our relationship is very. A lot like my dad. Jackie will not change. I I honestly don't know because the conversation we had on Friday was actually like a legitimately decent conversation where she listened and actually I mean, now granted, she I'll get your hopes up. I know, but I'm. I I feel like if her and I sit down, I told her I said the two of us need to sit down, take a day, sit down. We have nothing else to do that day. We fucking let it out. We fucking scream at each other. We cry and we just we go like it is what it is. Like we let that shit out because there are so many things that yeah I could probably say things and like. I'll be done this fucking podcast and go back and be like, oh shit, I forgot she does that too. Um, yeah. Let's see. Um, she has way too much input on your life. Yeah. Um, Without like any regards of how it makes you feel. Yeah. I think the worst when it comes to my mom. I mean, my mom was really big at fat shaming me and like she being still is. passive aggressive about it. Yeah, but she's passive aggressive about it. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're wearing that. Or like, I remember when I was in like middle school, we would go shopping for new clothes and I would just be in the fitting room crying because she would just make me feel like I was worthless because my mother is blonde with freaking i mean she has tits now but like she doesn't (laughs) really have a butt but like she's blonde she's skinny my sister was blonde and skinny and i am a brunette and like almost yeah dark brown brunette yeah and i mean i wasn't like fat i don't know like i was in you definitely were not fat i was in fifth grade and you put me on a diet like how is that going to make a kid feel? Yeah. And then you wonder why I have been so stressed about my weight my entire life. Like, I mean, literally, no matter what what I do, it's it's never it's never going to be okay. Um, but 
she is just really good at putting you down and making you feel worthless. And when you bring it to her attention. So this is what she is the victim. Yes. This is what what I find funny. My mother for I don't even know how long she always said, you can't tell me how I feel. You can't tell me that you didn't hurt me because you can't tell me how I feel. But yet, yeah, if you tell her that what she said upset you or made you feel sad or mad or whatever, she plays the victim. Yep. And she's like, oh, well, you did this to make me. Yeah. Or it's I I said this to her. um, She's never once acknowledged the things that she's done and apologized. Nope. She will talk about them play the victim or try to give an excuse and then move on to the next topic um and she loves absolutely positively loves to like pick at me when we're like together um like if there's like a get together at their house or whatever um she'll just say things to like antagonize me and i said to her on friday i said do you do that because you want to get a rise out of me? Because at the end of the day, you know that's what's what's going to happen, and then yeah. and you, then you're the bad guy. Yeah, then I'm the bad guy because I'm not afraid to. I like I don't hold my tongue because you didn't you didn't fucking hold your tongue the thirty years I've been alive. So guess what, Jackie? I'm not holding my tongue. Yep. Like so, it's just it. I I don't know. Um, like the conversation that we had on Friday, like it felt good. Um, but there's still a lot to figure out. Um, I mean, I flat out, let me just, I have a couple more things to say before I say my final thing. Um, so a lot, you said like you struggled like growing up, like you didn't have a lot. Well, we didn't have a lot, but we got pretty much what we wanted. Like we didn't, it's not like we were like, hey, mom, I want a BMW. Like, it wasn't like that. <laughs> we played softball. We danced. Um, we were in a lot of sports. Um, I mean, like you said, you paid for your own prom dress. I did not. My mom did. And I I mean, my prom dress, my sister's prom dress, they were very expensive. Like, and, but the thing is, we would get these things and then... We were basically not, I don't want to say blackmailed, but it's like we would get these things. And then if we did something wrong, like my mom would be like, or she would just hold it over our heads. Like, yeah, well, I bought you your prom dress. Like, who do you, who do you think paid for John Carroll? Like, like, why are you using those things against me? Like you chose to do those things. Like I didn't ask you to. Yeah. You did them because that's what you wanted. Exactly. And then also her, those were like her ulterior, like, John Carroll. It's not like you're like, I have to go to John Carroll. I didn't even want to go to John Carroll. Yeah. Fun fact, everybody. I did not. And I honestly don't know why, but like my mom wanted my sister to go. So my sister applied and she got in and then it was like, well, you're going to go there too. And I was like, okay. Um, yeah. Oh, she also, my entire life shoved religion down my throat. Um, yay I mean I genuinely I don't know I, 
part of me wonders, like, if she wasn't so aggressive with, like, shoving it down my throat, like, would I, would I still have some sort of faith? But I honestly, I don't know. And I really don't care to know. But, um, I had a shitty childhood. Um, I feel like we all had shitty childhoods. I don't fucking know. I mean. There's no such thing as normal. Like, like, part of me wants to be, like, props, Jackie, for, like, I honestly don't know. Like, I. This is what I said to her, and this is what I'm going to say to you guys. I have borderline personality disorder. Borderline personality disorder, a main cause of it, is childhood trauma. My childhood had a lot of trauma because of three people. My father, my stepdad, and my mother. So, I don't know how... I can have a relationship with them because if it wasn't for the three of them, uh, no, granted, I did, I'm not saying that it's all because of them. <coughs> There's other things that happened, you know, in my life that like with school and the relationship with my sister and I, which we hated each other. Um, there were other things, but the three main factors were my father, my stepdad, and my mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just because of them, I struggle every single fucking day to to fucking live and want to live. And I mean, a lot of that I feel like has to do with my depression, but like the ups and downs and the relationships that I have with people and the lack of, you know, self worth. Not even that. Just like, no, the lack of self. Like, I don't know who I am. Yeah. Like, but, but yeah. So that should tell y'all how my childhood was because your girl got borderline personality disorder. So that's that. Um, yeah. So, I feel like childhood is childhood will make or break. Yep. Yep, and that's our traumatic one. Two chapters in the same, two different chapters in the same book, basically, right? Yeah. And it's funny because part of me is like, you know, how many times have I said to you, like, I wish, I wish your mom was my mom, because there's yeah. times where she's supportive and she's like, she's there, and then. I mean, my mother didn't. My mother didn't come wedding dress shopping with me. Yep. Um, just I did. <laughs> I was mom. She will always be. She'll always put herself first, um, and then after herself, it'll be the horses, and then after that, there'll probably be like thirty other people, and then there'll be like me, <laughs> and then there'll be like the devil. I feel like I'm one step above the devil. But, yeah. Um, uh, so, I have a super sheeper, um, lots of daddy issues and mommy issues. And um, fear of abandonment is a good one. And um, lack of self-worth. Because, you know, my parents didn't really make me feel very worthy. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. But... Like I said, 
childhood is going to make or break it. And even if it isn't that, like, even if, you know, you had a good childhood and then something traumatic happened and now you're not okay. Like, it just, it makes me think, like, how different I would, I would be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, would I be able to go places and not always look around me and see if I'm the fattest one in the room? Like, Probably not. It's just like like little things like that. It just weight's a really like I feel like weight's a really big one that like we can relate on when it comes when it comes down to it. Like yeah, because your dad like said stuff. My dad calls me pork chop still. <laughs> yeah, that was my nickname growing up, pork chop. <laughs> Thanks, dad. <Yeah. laughs> but like, but that like um, like even though it's like they're they're they like they're widely different. There's still like a lot of sl- like simil- similarities there. Yeah. Between like what we had to go through traumatized. Just when we thought we couldn't get any more, you know, traumatized. <laughs> well, just when we thought we couldn't get any more personal with the people we did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of other things I didn't touch base on cuz like yeah. I don't want to. Yeah, we could have like really went into detail, but that's I don't want to hurt you. Who me? No. Just- uh, just make people sad. Yeah. yeah, no. I mean, fuck, I was going to say something else and I forget what it was. God dang it. I don't know. Oh, I think... I think a big thing with my parents now and the relationship that I have with them now is they don't know how to agree to disagree. They will just keep antagonizing you and making you feel like you're worthless because you don't agree with their views and I mean they are very 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 alt right so that should be yeah my my dad is my mom's not but like <laughs> instead of saying like you agree to disagree you just keep going you keep yeah. going and you <laughs> you like you literally take it personally yeah, like, oh my gosh, my opinion's different from yours. I'm sorry. Like, exactly. Like, I don't understand why I can have conversations with my coworkers, and like they'll tell me like their their views on things, and I'm like, okay, like I get why you you see that. Same. Like, this yeah. is how I see it. I mean, now granted, talking about politics at work isn't a good idea, but no, it's not. <laughs> I but I can avoid. have conversations with people at work, but not with my own parents. So. You know, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Anything else you want to add? So now we're going to go on to, uh... I don't have any. Oh, my God. I, I'm sorry. I do not have All any right. wise words this week. Well, we don't have wise words with Ron, but maybe we can get some wise I, words I mean, from I'm Kevin. Tra- Look, yeah, we're, we'll, we'll get some wise words from Kevin, because Ron has been working, like, 14-hour days for, like, two weeks straight. So I have not really seen him or spent any time with him, so I don't really have anything good. But let's see if we can get some love from Kev. Got the good meows. Thanks, Kevs. And that was our wise word, wise words with Kevin this week. So, uh, yeah, keep doing what you're doing. Go on with your bad selves, and don't forget to take your meds if that's something you do. If not, that's cool too. This has been your fill of ill. Bye. Dun, 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 dun. Dun 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 dun